Shabbat Shalom. Welcome, everybody, to Love Live, Rock Remnant Reality Radio. This is another Shabbat, another time of resting in Yah. Hallelujah. This is what we do weekly here on Love Live is we bring the whole world together, all the Mishpaka branches of family. Uh, he is the vine and we are the branches and we are many. And we are gathering the, the body, gathering the remnant, gathering the family together on a weekly call around the world to say, hey, are you part of the Mishpaka? We would love to fellowship with you. This is love live. And we want to share that love live here in a radio broadcast podcast that can go around the world. This radio broadcast podcast is recorded and can be used in whatever house of worship, home of shalom, love center, faith favor farm, wherever you may be that you are gathering, if you are in one of the wineskins, that Abba Yah has led us to pull together, or even just whatever he's led you to do, just a simple get-together. Hey, we throw on a pot of coffee every Saturday anyway, but we really have never developed any leadership. We really don't have any good teachers. We really don't have anybody to help us have fellowship. And what we want to do is be able to reach into your home of Shalom, wherever you are. We want to reach in to where you are, and we want to touch you with the Ruach HaKodesh and fire. The all-consuming fire that burned in the burning bush of Moshea, as he said, kick off your sandals, Moshea. You are on Kadesh ground. You are on ground that is special. Ground that I have anointed and as the bush spoke and the voice came from the bush instructions were given hallelujah we ask Abba Yah today that you bring your instructions forth through the vessels of honor the teachers that you have chosen those you have called that you will bring them forth through this line to each one reach one, each one teach one type fashion that we can go ahead and we can duplicate what you started some 5,000 years ago uh, and then at the bush maybe around 3,500 years ago and what you completed from that olive tree to the olive tree, from the first Adam to the second Adam, as he died on that olive tree, the olive tree that was the tree of knowledge in the original garden, hallelujah, brought forth so much. So 2,000 years ago, that olive tree, through our Mashiach, through our Messiah, the one who saves, Yah is salvation. Yeshua, Yahusha, hallelujah. We are thankful, Abba Yah, 
that we can bring forth our attitude of gratitude on these Shabbat Shaloms, that we can actually share around the world that you have given us this supernatural power to reach the nations even as it has been given as a mandate in the Beret Hadashah you have told us very clearly for this message is unto you and unto your children and unto all that are afar off the reach the nations in reach outreach situations that we have been led to do we believe we are the fulfillment of that prophetic word that was spoken years back and we thank you that we have stepped forth by faith and watch the manifestation of your Ruach bring forth great messages to reach great people. And we know that we are not the Raboni, but it is you, our high priest, Yeshua, Yahusha, who lives within us that brings forth these messages. It is you who speaks. We only simply yield ourselves unto you and you speak to us and through us in such an eloquent way that we know it's miraculous because there's no way we could speak with such excellence, with such greatness. For you are the Raboni, you are the great teacher, and we are your Galal Talmudim. We are committed students, committed disciples, committed followers. We are your Galal Talmudim. So we thank you that we can hear your voice, and be led to treat Shabbat Shalom with the respect that is necessary. I thank you that Sand and Marissa are on their way back from going and feeding the hungry, the hurting, the homeless, the helpless. They are working with the food banks where there are companies like Love Crunch who for every bag you buy, they give away a bag. What a great, great, great idea in the marketplace ministries. So we just pray for the people at Love Crunch right now because the Good Samaritan part of doctrine they got right. And we pray for all those friends of the olive tree out there that got portions of doctrine correct. And we ask that by your supernatural favor, just as you've come upon us, to correct doctrine within our hearts that even as those that hear, let them hear with an ear what the Ruach has to say unto the congregations of love around the world. Let them hear your voice and let them have the correction of doctrine as they test everything. Let it do the correcting that you would have it to do. Let us be active in this outreach, inreach, and let us inreach into the houses around the world. It says, and then they went from house to house daily. So yes, we don't only meet in houses on Shabbat. But this is a Kadesh day. This is a special day of the seven. And we made sure that Marissa understood that she was to be cooking and cleaning and getting everything done in advance of sunset yesterday. 
And she did a great job, and we're incredibly thankful for Marissa as a trusted servant of hospitality within this home of Shalom. She is a healthy chef cooking within the realm of a Daniel fast and bringing forth the vegetables without the meats and not grieving the Ruach, but bringing forth a smile on Abiyah's face in obedience to the sacrifice of praise. We are praising him. We are worshiping him. We are honoring him by our very actions. And he respects commitment. He honors commitment. He is the rewarder of them who diligently seek him. And we pray, Abba Yah, that we are pleasing unto your sight as we diligently seek you together. And we pray that a bachot falls upon Marissa for her obedience and for her diligence that she is learning in the consistency and persistency of everything she's learning to do to live a Galal Talmudim style life. We're thankful, Abba We're thankful that the discipline starts within us and then it gets duplicated onto others around the world as we diligently seek you together in a chad, in oneness, in harmony. We never want to grieve you. We never want you to be disappointed. But we always want you to smile and say, well done, my good and faithful servants. Let's sing in Hebrew today as we open up. Let's sing as they would say in English in the pagan the blessing but we're going to do it in Ibrahi we're going to do it in Hebrew and it's going to be not the blessing but let us sing it together with Joshua Aaron or Yahshua Aaron today And if you don't know this Kitve Kadesh or this scriptural Berchot, Bercha, if you don't know it, I challenge you to learn it. Sing it in Hebrew. Start to do more worship in Hebrew and watch in the Ibrahi language, which they've renamed in an English word Hebrew, the Ibrahi language. Go to that perfect language. It's prophesied that that will be unto our generation. Start to do it. We're seeing it pour out upon all flesh, even as it was prophesied. More and more people are heeding to the prophetic word of Zephaniah regarding the pure language, the perfect language, 
the Ibrahi language. The language of the garden. Ancient Hebrew. Let us learn it. Let us sing it. Let us worship in it. Yeah, but I don't know the words. You can get connected to me. Revrock at Yahweh.love. That's R-E-V-R-O-C-K at Y-H-W-H dot L-O-V-E. And you can start to ask questions. And I am more than happy to be Shachma Council, wise counsel, counsel of wisdom, because there is an importance for you to have many counselors. And if you do, you will become wise in your ways. I am grateful for those Abba sent, and I believe that has not ended, but only just begun. I thank you, Abba Yah, for my new relationship with Sandy, who was from Phoenix, but Sandy is now in Kansas. And I thank you for Sandy, the 83-year-old, former practicing Judaism man of Yah, currently crossed over into Christianity and accepted the Mashiach. In his 61 years of marriage, many, many years ago, his wife, Joyce, helped him cross over and receive the Mashiach. And he rejected the paganism within Christianity, but he was challenged by the righteous things about the Mashiach that he did come 2,000 years ago. And even though his family had rejected that Mashiach, his wife did not. So I pray for those that were married at 19 years old and now are 83 years old and can serve us with whatever knowledge they have. And it is not only a ministry relationship, but a marketplace ministry relationship. And surely we will prosper under the hand of Abba Yah, even as it is prophesied, as we bring the 12 tribes together, we are unifiers here at Love, Inc. So we thank you for Sandy and Joyce, and we thank you to have them right before our renewal of our covenant. To have a couple that's been married for 61 years in the faith, to serve as wise counsel in our lives, a man of many counselors is wise in his ways. I thank you for Jerry and Sherry Meadows who really gave me the core foundation of understanding of love relationships by action. They lived it. They lived love. I am grateful for them and I'm grateful for the many wise counsels over the years. 
I pray wise counsel comes into each and every one of your lives, and if I can serve in that capacity, RevRock at Yahweh.love, R-E-V-R-O-C-K, at Y-H-W-H dot L-O-V-E. I would love to love you into Shachma for yourself. Test everything. Please test me. Test this congregation. Test and see. <laughs> Taste and see how good it is to be in the Baracha of Abaya.
Baracha. I was led by the Ruach to have this as our message for Shabbat Shalom today. For us to really understand in context and definition what we really are singing and what we are really obediently in Torah or Torah, what we are following. They were beginning to unify after really falling away and falling hard, falling away, falling hard on their faces, they really hit a rock-bottom reality. The Ibrahim people or the Hebrew people, they were put into slavery as a punishment. You know, many of us, we whine and we complain and we, oh, I got it so bad. Many of you ever been in slavery before? The closest thing that I can really connect to the idea of slavery is to go to jail and lose all of your freedoms, all of your privileges. And I have been there, done that. And the longest I've ever done is about 100 days. And that was long enough for me to know I don't want to ever, ever lose my freedom again. People like our Shaliach, our overseer, Scott Scribe Pratt, has served this country to preserve our freedoms. And there are government people, bureaucrats, that are honing in on and trying to take a little more and a little more and a little more of our freedoms away. And it is stirring the patriots of the United States of America up in a big-time way. If you can imagine how it must have been for those who were put into slavery back then, about 3,500-some years ago, and what it must have felt like to lose freedom. Oh, many of you have watched the movie of William Wallace, portrayed by none other than Mel Gibson. And you have grabbed a hold of that idea in brave heart of what it must have felt like to be robbed of your freedom and to have nobles that thought they had rights to take your stuff, to pillage your villages, and even sleep with your wives, have sex with your wives, even in a gangbang, evil, anti-Torah fashion. And when Mel Gibson yells out one of the most powerful points in that portrayal of William Wallace for me, 
is when he's about to let them kill him in his fight for freedom. And as he cried out freedom in that movie, the chills down my spine connected all the dots of peoples who have lost their freedom by oppressive governments, oppressive people, but in some cases I believe as in those of the Ibrahim people, the Ibrahim Yashoralites, they were handed over consistently to their enemies and their freedom was to be taken away. That freedom was going to be taken away as a punishment. And we know the scripture tells us very clearly, the Kitve Kadesh tells us, there are consequences for sin. And just as those consequences applied to a nation, they now apply to us because we are to become that nation. We are to become Yisrael. You are to be Yisrael. You are being called into this family, this mishpaka, not by accident. It is your inheritance. And even though you may have already endured and suffered much consequence and much punishment for your sin, there came a time when they were allowed to be freed let my people go. They were allowed to be freed from the evil Pharaoh, Hasatan Gadrael, in human form. Just like Nimrod, Hasatan Gadrael, in human form. Just like Hitler. Asatan Gadrael in human form. These anti-Messiahs, these antichrists, these evil people that thought that they were God. A deceptive word because they were God. But they were not the Mashiach. They were not saviors. And they surely were not Abba Yah. The creator Abba Yah, the father, they were not him. They were not the son. And they definitely were not being led by the breath of the creator, the Ruach, Ahodesh. No, 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 no. They were not. ha Belacha is something that they sang together 
in the wilderness after he had shined from Mount Sinai through Mosheah. Mosheah was literally lit up. And this is the sick part of Christianity that they don't have the respect. They actually disrespect. One of the big three that Abba used. Eliah, Mosheah, and Yeshua, Yahusha. He used those three as the main big three And even named Joshua, Yahshua, they named him because what couldn't get done in the wilderness was completed by Yahshua as he went into that promised land by faith with Caleb. And the new, the new Israel that was the receivers of this prayer. They received it. Those that died in the wilderness and were never able to go into the promised land, they were not able to receive this favor. You and keep you. Yer Adonai Panav Make his face shine upon you. And his Hanan upon you. Yisa Adonai Panav Elahicha Veyashim Lecha Shalom. Turn his face towards you and give you shalom, peace. Sorry, that's not the prayer. That's me speaking in another language. I'm not quite sure what it is, but it's probably pretty, uh, somebody can interpret that. That's probably pretty incredible. Okay, so these guys just got back from feeding the hungry. And I'm going to continue. Okay, so to give you his shalom. Yeha hasto elecha leafe dorot. May his favor be upon you to a thousand generations. Mishpachatacha velecha. 
your family, and your children. Dorotecha acharecha, your generations after you. Rucho telech lefanecha, may his presence go before you. Lesecha acharecha, beside you and behind you. Misvecha belebecha, all around you and within you. Hu ichka, he is with you. Rebocha uvariv, in the morning and in the evening. Bechecha uvecha, in your going and your coming. This letovach. Uh, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. This voletacha beoshrecha in your weeping and rejoicing. Hu ichcha, he is with you. Hu itam na. Let me say that one again. Hu itanu im kulanu. He is for you. He is with us. Uicha, he is for you. Shalom, peace. That is the song that was just played. Of course, if we want to go into a deeper look and a deeper study, we can find this in Numbers 6, 24. Through 26. And in context and definition, when we really look at what was given to Aaron as the head of the Levitical priesthood, the significance of Aaron, and even that he was allowed to be a leader after falling short and making the calf. It just goes to show that if those that fall short, if they will fall on their face and they will teshuva, they will repent and be sorrowful and change the direction, they will be forgiven and they will be put in positions of leadership and authority. He died in the desert, yes. He never made it to the promised land, but he was allowed to establish the Levitical priesthood. I don't know where we are today in this end time moment, but I believe it's a pretty good chance that just as they were establishing a Levitical priesthood at that time, we too in this time, are establishing a royal priesthood under the order of Melchizedek, which was prophesied through Abraham by the king of Shalom, the king of Shalom, right to Abraham. Now, why does he use all these prophetic things 
personally, I think that he does this to take those who are willing to study and show themselves approved unto him. He does this so that we, in our heart of hearts, can connect the dots, we can put all these pieces together and say, this is a miraculous compilation of books. This this joining of these books together fit like such an incredible uh, master puzzle with pieces that just all of a sudden in Revelation, something that didn't quite make sense in our heart, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this piece fits right here. If you've ever done a big puzzle, you figured that out, that, man, when you find that missing piece, it's an incredible thing for you. It's really exciting. It's something to rejoice about. And I believe that's what's happened for us here at Love for Truth. And the reason Love for Truth even exists is because I believe this is our time in the order of Melchizedek to bring forth the Yeshuic covenant and his royal priests as our high priest, we are bringing forth royal priests right now under his good service for his second coming and preparing the way, just like Yahukanan, the mikvah man, the cousin of Yahusha HaMashiach, he prepared the way for his cousin to come. And he said he wasn't even worthy to loose his sandals. I believe that within the realm of our ranks, there are probably Yahukanan, the mikvah man type people that are starting to do real mikvahs, not some perverted baptizal that was created by a pagan Catholic Lutheran, Protestant, whatever, Christianese type thing. That's not the real deal. That's the counterfeit deal. So yes, the question was answered this week again. So if I was baptized, they said baptized, right? If I was baptized in Christianity, should I get remixed? Your answer is in the Acts or the actions of the Shaliachs, the Acts 19 chapter says that even though they were mikvahed under Yahukanan, the mikvah man, they needed to be remikvahed. And there's a really interesting point in there that you can gather as you connect these dots and put these pieces of puzzle together is you can go ahead and you can see that those were the Samaritans. Wow! Those were the people that the Ibrahim people of that day were extremely prejudiced towards and wanted nothing to do with them. In fact, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were so strong against the Samaritans that Samaritans were not even allowed to come into the Kadesh city on a hill. They could not come into Zion. They could not come into Yerushalayim. They were kept on the outside of the wall. 
because of their belief. But yet Yehukanan, the mikveh man, who was getting all his revelation and all this great stuff was happening, it all happened outside the city. Sorry, you holy rollers. You hypocritical bunch of goonballs. These Pharisees were a bunch of goons. They were not in the truth. So by all means, believe you, me, and our love for truth, we are not acting here in Love Incorporated or Love Inc. We are not acting like Pharisees or Sadducees, and surely we are not Jewish Orthodox, and surely we are not Christian. We are of... Our leader, our leader who came the first time 2,000 years ago to make up for what the original Adam, Adam, what the original Adam screwed up. Adam, in his, was one of disobedience, and the second Adam was one of Obedience, real simple concept. And that's why you must be born again because you have to be born of Yahusha and therefore your mikvah needs to be of Yahusha. Nothing wrong with the cleansing that went on before and surely there's nothing wrong with you cleansing regularly today. There never was anything wrong with cleansing, but a specific I'm going to cleanse in the name of the one, the only name by which we are saved, Yehusha HaMashiach, this is crucial. And threadbare from Mount Sinai all the way to a river or a lake or a pond near you. When this is saying what it's saying, and if we look at the three different versions that I have before me right here, and then we have the Hallelujah Scriptures, and we go to number 6, 24, 25, 26, and we take those three little verses and then we look at the Hebrew that we just sang, we can see it's basically singing, if we can learn this song, it's singing uh, the favor of Yahweh's face shining, just like he shined through the face of Moshe on the mountain, just like he shines through Yeshua's face, just like when I bled to death and died on June 10th, 1983, I seen a shine. I seen a light. That favor has shone upon me unquestionable. And maybe I was so doggone stubborn and rebellious that the only thing that was going to wake me up was a face-to-face. Because 
I was fighting him, fighting him, fighting him. And he was calling me and calling me and calling me. And why didn't he give up? Because he knew eventually I would, in his foreknowledge, fall on my face with sackcloth. And a major teshuva would come and I would turn my face to him. And all the lies of the enemy would would be removed. And I would start to see truth under the microscope that it deserves. And it would be an incredible answer to this song, to this prayer that I would be one that would receive his face shining upon me showing favor to me. And proclaiming it on to those that are in our midst, just like Aaron, the head of a Levitical priesthood, us Shaliachs, like Scott Scribe Pratt, myself, and even the Shaliahs, should never be afraid to say, Yahweh, lift your face upon these people and give them shalom. Let the light shine upon the people. It's a great prayer. And our royal priesthood I'm going to tell you right now, if it's not being motivated and moved by light, you're not in the same kingdom I'm in. you got to get into this kingdom because light is the force. Even Star Wars itself created a science fiction movie that the light was the power. I don't think that he was trying to be against the word or anything like that. I think he was just trying to capture the power that is within light. You know, there was a there was another movie, uh, Avatar, I think it was called, and it all was kind of synonymous with what? Light. And I don't think they were trying to be an anti-scriptural concept either and any more than Narnia or any of the other types of fantasy uh, types of things Yah can speak to us in dreams and visions and if that's what he spoke to all of these who wrote these different things was in a dream and in a vision then who are we to say that they are enemies of the olive tree If it helps us to make a connection to the light, then it served a purpose, and maybe that's the main reason that Abba Yah wanted to do it in the first place. Because he wants his face to shine upon you. He wants to show you his favor. The question is, will you surrender to that? Will you submit to that? Will you allow that 
shining, that light, will you allow that favor, the berachot, will you allow it to come upon you? That's the question. I'm hoping you will. Because for me, it was one of the greatest decisions that I've ever made was to go there. If I could just go there and receive everything that Moshe brought down and gave to his brother, obediently listening and hearing the voice, of the light, of the bush, the burning bush. Remember, when something's on fire, it brings forth light. He is an all-consuming fire. And this is how you will berachot, the children of Yisrael. If we are the end times branches, as he is the vine and we are the branches of Yisrael, if we are going to be that, then we should say to them, as those that are shaliaks of this day, of leaders of this royal priesthood, just like Aaron was a leader of the Levitical priesthood, we should be saying that same thing. Ha Berecha. Ha Berecha. Oh, hallelujah. This is a beautiful thing. It is something we should be definitely excited about and embrace without any question. Because once you embrace it, now you have given permission for the Ruach HaKodesh to take over. Now you have gone ahead and said, I'll receive all that you have for me. And I remember, sure, as I'm sitting here right now, on my knees crying out to him, and not only saying that for me on my knees, but saying that over other people as I was an altar worker and I was an intercessor and I would pray for people, I would pray that they would receive all that he has for them. This is the ha Bercha. This is how we should pray fervently. For the fervent prayers of the righteous do avail much. There's going to be great things that are going to come if you are fervently praying and you are doing it rightly. Make no mistake. He is for you. I'm going to ask that Shaliak Scott Scribe Pratt praise over the food and the fellowship of the second pot Shabbat.
that is about to start in a few minutes. And the first song that we will lead into of this 57 minutes of praise and worship in the second pot, food, fellowship, praise, worship, decrees, declares, hugging on each other, loving on each other, everything you need to do in this next 57 minutes. Scott Scribe Pratt is now going to pray that over you. And there's always, for a shaliach, not a better prayer than ha-beracha. That Yahweh, ha-beracha, will guard you. He'll make his face to shine upon you. He'll show his favor upon you. He'll lift his face upon you. He'll give you his shalom. Oh, hallelujah. Let's pray us into the second pot, and we will come back to this in the Ibrahi, the Hebrew language, as sung by Yahshua Aaron, our brother from another mother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Abiyah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the gift of your dedication. We thank you for the example of those that was poured out before us and brought before us. Examples like Aaron, examples like Isaiah, examples like Solomon, examples like Shalak Rock, and so many others that when we would struggle with dedication and perseverance and commitment yeah that we would know that we have excellent examples to follow and yeah as we break for this period of of feasting with each other of loving on each other, of drawing each other closer in you. Abba, that we would come to understand and appreciate the ruachal nutritional value of a message like the one we just heard. And yeah, regardless of what we hear from the adversary as he tries to imitate our own voice, we know that we have a better confession, a better testimony that should be ringing in our ears, and that is the testimony of Yah. That is the testimony of all of those that have proven the faith that they walk in and that they only confess because of the confidence 
the confidence of knowing that you walk with them, that you walk with us, and that we too can have that confidence in our testimony. If we would learn to trust the silence that follows after we've shut the adversary's mouth, Robert, we thank you for the food. We thank you for the fellowship. We thank you for the hearts and the hands that prepared it. And yeah, if going into this three-pot Shabbat, we have in any way, shape, or form fallen short, that we would recommit ourselves, that we would rededicate ourselves, that we would re-kanak ourselves to develop that habit. Ah, but definitions of words are so important. Few of us know that the word Hanak, which is where we get the name Enoch from, is translated or translates to habit in English. Abba, help us to make you a habit. so that we can reveal your kavod and your hanan and your favor to this world in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And Yamin. Yahweh. Yeah. 
אלפי דורות, משפחתך, בלעדיך, דורותיך, אחריך, רוחות אלך לפניך, לצידך, אחריך, מסביבך, בליבך, הוא איתך, הוא איתך, בבוקר ובערב, בצאתך.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom, three pot Shabbat here on eight thirteen twenty two, and we are just so grateful to be in this message today. It's one of the most encouraging messages that I think we can give to one another. The second half of or I should say the third portion, the third pot in this three pot Shabbat is the fifty seven minutes that we will talk about praying or speaking berchot upon each other. Uh, and I have definitely experienced others praying over me positive things, good things, favor. Uh, this type of an example that's set by Aaron, the brother of Mosheah, in leading the Levitical priesthood as the first real high priest of the Levitical priesthood, I really believe that what those Levites did was mostly to set an example for us in a historical and prophetical way that we should behave in our... Yeshuic royal priesthood. Our high priest is not Aaron. Our high priest is Yeshua himself. And we should receive, if Yeshua is speaking to us, this type of a Numbers 6, 24 through 26 type message. So I'm going to have my wife, my oneness partner, my Achad, unified soul I'm going to have her speak this out and I just want to make note of the fact that when my wife because of the intense passionate intimate connection that we have with each other soul to soul when she speaks this over me when she speaks favor over me, the weight of it and how it carries as a prayer is of the utmost impact of any prayer that, that I receive. It's really, really meaningful when those that you are intimate with can learn the art of this speak life principle that we really base our entire morning programming in every day is that we get up and we speak that life, we speak that favor that the light would shine upon us, upon each other. And I really want to encourage for the you know six days in between this seventh yam that in the mornings we keep that in mind, that we're not just to be praying to the air, but we're to be praying for each other. And that intimacy that comes when we pray for one another. Yes, we should pray for our enemies. Yes, we should pray for our leaders, even if they're evil. 
those in authority over us. We should pray for so many things. But please, don't forget to pray for that person that's right alongside you, fighting the good fight, winning the battle after battle after battle. This is how I fight my battles. Let's fight with one of the number one most powerful weapons that we have, and that is our mouth. The scripture tells us it's the most powerful member of our bodies. By it, we either speak life or death. Let us guard. It says, Yahuwah Barachot, or Barachah, Yahuwah Ha Barachah, right? Yahuwah Ha Barachah. And he's saying that he should keep us, he should guard us. Well, let us be watchmen of each other. And let us guard each other and let us guard ourselves. Guard our tongues. Guard our minds. That we can go ahead and when that negative thought, when that evil lie from that slewfoot slime bag liar comes at us again, that we can kill it. Kill the bad thoughts. Crucify them. Every vain imagination, every wicked thing in the high place, let's tear them all down. I'm going to ask that Sand would read Numbers 6, 24 through 26 to open up this second portion. And as she reads, when she completes, and give you shalom give you peace. When she ends on 26, if she can go into whatever the Ruach leads her in her tongue to pray over and speak over every minister of love. Because our leadership has been under attack of this mishpaka, of this family. Our leaders, our elders have been under attack. But you know what the exciting news about that all is? We've all been overcoming together. Our oneness in staying and continuing to get more and more and more positive and powerful is shining through all of those dark clouds that try to come over us and all of a sudden, the light just shines back through again, and another rainbow, and another rainbow, and another rainbow. No matter how hard the rains come, no matter how hard the winds blow, we overcome together. And I'm going to pray that for this up-and-coming season, we start praying for each other more. We start speaking life and favor on each other more than we ever have before. And watch, watch 
the impartation come. Watch the paradigm shift. Watch things happen in your life like you've never seen them. This is going to be a season of berachot upon you, even though we may be in a recession depression under Biden. It will not matter in your life. You are going to thrive even while everyone else may be challenged right now. You are going to thrive. Oh, but we have... Don't even acknowledge what you have. I don't care what your debts are. I don't care what your bills are. I don't care what any of it is. You can make more money than all of it. You can have more prosperity in your soul than you've ever had before but you have to have the most important ingredient, and that is faith. So the faith favor, the faith favor, I speak it upon the elders of Love, Inc. Faith favor, faith favor, faith favor. It is time. This is our season. We're getting stronger and stronger and better and better. And Abba Yah is watching and he is smiling. Oh, but I screwed up. I don't care what you screwed up on. Put it under the blood and let's move forward together. Oh, but I said, I don't care what you said wrong. Oh, but I reacted. I don't care if you reacted wrong. Oh, well, I got in a poop bag for three days. I don't care. Get out of it. It is time to move forward and quit sitting in your junk right where the devil wants you. We're not going to do that anymore. That insanity is done. Done! Let's receive this from the high priest of high priests, the Malechem of Malechems, the king of kings. The Adonai of Adonai, the foundation of foundation. Let's receive from Yahushua HaMashiach himself this prayer as if he, as our high priest, and he is, is speaking this over us as San speaks it, as if Yeshua was saying it to you. And you were sitting in his presence because you are. Sad. Yahweh make his face shine upon Sorry, you, you and muted. show favor to you. Yahweh lift up his face upon you and give you peace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What could be better than the peace that only he can give us? Hallelujah. Thank you for your shalom, Oya. Thank you for giving us <clears throat> Yeshua, our Savior, your Son for our sin. Hallelujah. Thank you that we are called your children and we can call be called your sons and that if we are overcomers, we can sit, we will sit at the right hand, sit at the table with you as overcomers. Hallelujah. Each one of us is an overcomer. You have brought us through difficulties, 
and challenges in each of our lives. Father, we thank you for what you've made us to become and what you have for us in the future. And I pray that we, you have favor upon us. We have overflow in every good area and everything that is good. It overflows. It overtakes. The light in our lives overtakes any darkness. That we are walking in your light daily in the positivity, in the shining brightness of your love and exuding that toward everyone that we meet and everyone that we see. You are the light of the world and you bring light into our lives. We thank you for this light. We thank you for the gift of being able to even know you. Thank you for being mindful of us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your power, your wonder-working power, Ruach HaKadosh, that guides us and leads us and teaches us, gives us discernment, gives us power. Thank you for that power. That is only by your power that we are able to be overcomers. And we accept that calling upon our lives. We welcome it. We thank you for it. Thank you. Yahweh. For who you are. Thank you for being on the throne. It doesn't matter all the noise that's going on in this world. We know to whom we belong. And we belong to you. And you always have us in the palm of your hand, safe and secure, no matter what the storms of life look like. We trust you. We trust that you are in control. You're on the throne, and you have a perfect plan for each one of us. And we just lift that up to you, Father, as we are this little band, this little army of believers that truly want to seek your face, who truly want to know your heart, to truly make a difference in this world, but to follow you more than anything, to love you first with all our hearts, minds, and strength, and to make an impact with Love, Inc., and with Transform, and with all the other visions that you've given to our filiacs for emulators, for Transformed, for Faith Favor Farms, for Love Centers, for even the things that we haven't even thought of yet that you haven't even brought to our attention, for the Prison Ministry, for the Transform Recovery Out Program, Prison Release Program. Father, you are doing a mighty work. You're bringing forth mighty leaders and the ones that you have brought so far, the ones that I have dedicated and committed and consecrated themselves to this calling, we are grateful. And we know that with your power, we can accomplish many things, more than we could even ask or think as we trust in you and as we obey you. 
or we know that obedience is better than sacrifice. So, Father, I commit loving to you and all of its ministries. We commit it to your hands. We ask for your guidance in the way that we should go. And it seems to be presenting itself. We will go where you lead us in whatever direction that may be. And, Father, we trust you for the overflow of the finances and the workers and the buildings and the land and everything that it is that is needed, we trust that you will supply it. You supply our every need. There is no cause for us to ever have doubt or concern or worry as even the sparrow falls and you know about it. And you care for us much more than the sparrow. You tell us in your word. So we trust you, Father. We thank you for bringing us out of our old man, bringing us into the new creation. And we are excited about the future and what you have for us going forward. But we thank you for this day and this Shabbat and this opportunity to fellowship and this opportunity to delve into your word and this opportunity to to share with one another as you have given us this day. Hallelujah. Amen.
עליך לאלפי דורות, משפחתך וילדיך, דורותיך אחריך, רוחות אליך לפניך, לצידך אחריך, מסביבך, בליבך, הוא איתך, הוא איתך, בבוקר ובערב, בצאתך. Praise Yah, we'd like to bring forth some Yah-mentary from none other than Yah-me herself on this entire idea of what they call the, traditionally in Christianity, the Aaronic blessing. Uh, we don't like to use that term blessing anymore because we know that it represents a goddess, but nonetheless, the Beracha, or the Beracha, or the Berachot, or the Barucha, however you would pronounce that, leaning more towards the ancient Hebrew or more towards the Arabic, Aramaic, It's what we're talking about in a better term in English called favor. And the idea of us speaking favor as the example to be duplicated by the brother of Moshea, who was to serve in ministry alongside of Moshea, An intense failure before the eyes of all the people. He sucked into the people. They were waiting for Moshea to come back. He was taken too long for their impatience. And they started to turn once again upon the leader. 
constantly from the time they were in Egypt and he was being used by Abba as the deliverer from that evil Pharaoh. The people turned on Moshe and they turned on Moshe and they turned on Moshe. Persecuted for the namesake of I am that I am as they were being brought out of darkness even while being brought out many doubted it seems as we look at every story Yami every story all the way through you always had the faithful and you always had the doubters isn't that something? The remnant are the faithful. The doubters perish. That's, that's the bottom line of the story. And it's a sad reality, but it is the reality that the doubters are not going to make it. Now, doubters can be converted. Doubters can be transformed. Doubters can become believers who trust and obey. And that's our job. We convert. We transform. As he is in us and we speak to the brethren, let us always remember to speak favor over them and watch them live up to the expectation of the power of what Ruach spoke through your tongue. They will rise to the occasion over and over and over. I've seen it happen for almost everybody that I know. If I'm speaking over them, speaking over and they and they sit back and look at you like, why do you not just give up on me? And it's because you see slowly sometimes and sometimes a little faster but you see transformation happening in people's lives. If you just hang in there with people long enough, the Marissas who were once lost become found and they're able to become new creation. Old things pass away. The new creature arises and everybody says, wait a second. I knew you and you were just like a space cadet. You, you couldn't even think right. Yeah, I was that, but I'm not that no more. He's made all things new. He's given me a new mind. He's given me a new heart. He's given me a new Ruach that speaks to me and through me. I have a new heart. He's made all things new for me. And if we can just start believing for that, that he will make all things new in people. Not sit and condemn them and laugh at them for their failures and their struggles and how lost they are. No. We should be speaking, you know, this junk that you're struggling with, this is, this is going to go. This is going to become an old news thing about you. Because you are going to become new. 
old news will become new news because he will make all things new for you. Yami, you've been in the experience of this for so many years. I know you've got to have some words of shachma and a yamentary that's going to probably just knock us into next week. And I know you don't give up on people, that's for sure. Sometimes to your own, like, too far because they need you need to learn when you got to dust your feet off, like even Yeshua did, and say, hey, I'm casting my pearls before a pig, and I could be investing this time into someone else. And you got to move on. And that's the hardest part for anybody who really has the heart of yeah, is when you got to say, this ain't your season yet. You go out there and party. You go out there and hit a new rock bottom. I hope you don't end up dead. I hope you don't end up in prison. I hope you don't lose your children. I hope, I hope, I hope the best for you. But right now, I can't help you because you're not willing to help yourself. But nonetheless, let's all speak favor. Because amongst those people, I'm sure that Aaron had to speak this numbers 24 through 26. There had to be some that were worse off than others in that original congregation in the wilderness who went in and gathered in that tabernacle in the wilderness as those Levites brought forth that first Levitical priesthood. Abi, I ask that you speak to and through Yami right now as she is used as a minister of love, of Ahaba, that she brings forth those words which you would have her to say and that it just flows out of her in an incredible, miraculous way that even she herself says, wow, I don't think I said that. I think he said that, and I just came in agreement with him because that was good. <laughs> Hallelujah and yummy. Hallelujah. Ooh, I don't know if I... I know that Yah is able to give me words that will um, bring life, that carries life. And as you were speaking, many thoughts ran through my mind. The first being that I know how much I needed him. And I know as a child, he came to me and if he wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have lived <laughs> because where I was born was um, where I was raised in for the first 12 years of my life was not a safe place. And I probably seen or was exposed to every demon there is. <laughs> but yeah, but for yeah, I would have died. But my heart was yearning for something. I thought it was a friend. At, at nine years old, I thought it was a friend. So when I heard the message of a Savior 
and that he'd live in my heart, he'd be my friend at a tent revival in the south somewhere. I don't remember what state we were in. There, there was that connection with him. He became, I accepted him as my friend. And from there on, we just had relationship. I started communicating with him, which is what he wants. He wants us to know him and to love him. He doesn't want all these offerings and sacrifices that people have to do for, to cover sins. But he wanted us to know him and love him because in that case, we would not go any other way than the directions he would give us. Now, as a child with that heart, I went forth and um, just was given. I believe there is something called a gift of faith. And um, more than one time in miracle situations, I, I was operating in that gift of faith, and it was not me. But then there's the faith I have to have for my actions, for my life experiences. And that comes through knowing who my Messiah is and trusting that he gave us an instructions, the written Torah. Well, because we, I believe I needed it. And I'm a human. <laughs> I qualify among all of us to be someone who needs instructions, but I didn't quite understand the importance of obeying them. I listened and heard them. But as he says, to study to show ourselves approved unto him, that's when we're the workmen that need us not to be ashamed and rightly dividing the word of Yah. Well, that's where the road meets the rubber. And I had to experience um, changes. And what I learned and what people around me, my parents, life situations had taught me, I had to, to learn that everything else can fail, but this, yeah, this, my creator, created in me that ability to be a doer. But I have to receive that. And and I just, my heart is out for, for people in that, um, in that stage of not knowing what is right. 
and and only picking up pieces and bits from um, from their life situation, from what they're experiencing. We everything we go through. Um, I've learned. I can learn from. I can. It helps me um, make decisions. And and as I saw miracles, and as I experienced change, I realized that I was created. That the song that. I would say I was a teenager when it, it came and it, it goes um, um, from the dust of the earth. Yah created man his breath, made man a living soul, and I, I can't deny him. I will always walk beside him, for I was born to serve Yahweh. Now my hands, they were made to... Help my neighbor and my eyes were made to read Yah's word. And my feet were made to walk in his footsteps. And my body is the temple of Yahweh. So the same spirit that Yah was able to walk in to complete obedience to the point of dying on a tree and being the only one worthy to pay the price for for my sins, the way I was walking that was wrong. It's for everybody. And my goodness, when when Yah lets us um, hear the cries of someone, that that doesn't see that they were created with purpose in the mind of their the one that created them the and that even though all the wrong ways we choose are obvious it become obvious at one point or another because our ways lead to death and following after anything but yeah it won't work so my heart from that little child was love I learned that I was loved and I was interested in others and and as others came in my life I I could see their need for Yah, so that's what I would want to give to them. And my make on this is I was able to see people through Yah's eyes. And that connection like Yeshua had, we can all have. We can walk in this earth, in this life, and, and not be pulled astray and accomplished. What Yah has created us for. And guess what? We're not going to be happy being in any other place. And the Baruchings that come in our lives are mind-blowing. They're, they're 
much, much more than we can expect, more than I could perceive. And then he lets me experience a little more, and then I can give that that's established in me that kind of love, that of the high depth, breath, length, and width of the love he has towards me, I can spread a little bit more of that kind of love in another's by using my mouth because we are his vessels and he wants to use our mouth and and bring life into a dying world. And that is my heart, and that's in agreement with Yah's heart. And um, each one, each one of us are a gift, a gift that that is ever ready to give because it comes from the one who created it all he he may, gives us the the power to speak his truth and then his truth flows into the heart and mind of another and that truth is what does the work because the ruhak's job is to spread yah's love abroad and Receiving that Ruhak inside of us, that's the Holy Spirit as the English language speaks it. And hallelujah, I'm not doing perfect, but I'm learning bit by bit the um, the beautiful language of the original Hebrew and um, understanding my goodness. One letter in Hebrew tells a whole story. And hallelujah. So with that established through the Ruhak in us, I can tell stories and they will do the work. I can take my hands and lay them on people and see people healed. I can see the abused and battered people have their eyes open to to how that was evil and how they don't have to have that in their life because he will bring us the truth but that trust is the key I do have to have my faith built, and I receive readily that gift of faith when I open my mouth and Yah used me to speak miracle into existence. I recognized that it wasn't me because I spoke words that a doctor was spoke coming out of my mouth because it was that Ruhat. And so that's what we all need. We need that connection with him. And then for us to experience love, we have to 
pass it on. We have to give what we have, and as he gives more, we have more to give because that's how love is. It is something. If you give it away, you end up having more. And I want to continue to grow. I want to see my brothers and sisters grow. And what a joy it is. Like, I know Rock's heart is is there in sand and those of us that that can see the change, can see the misery on a person's face be wiped out, off, and changed into peace so that they can now receive Yah's love. There's a new song, I think it's Mercy Me. Um, when I went to the concert, I got the tape, and, uh, and the, my favorite song on that tape is Let Yourself Be Loved. So how do we let ourselves be loved? By listening, by receiving, and by becoming doers of his Torah and our whole being is changed and we are alive finally that's when we find life and I want everyone to have that life and when I see people going the wrong way I see them not able to um, love themselves not, not able to receive what Yah wants to give them. And they're stuck in pushing and trying to make things happen. But we can't. We can't. We only destroy. We're like that elephant in a china shop. But we could even be an elephant in a china shop when we allow the Ruhak to direct us where to step so we don't hurt, so we don't damage. So I want to pray that we all continue, continue to hear, receive, receive the power to do through the Ruhak in us and be doers of the Torah and be Watch his kingdom come and his will be done. For for he's coming. He's continued to be coming in every area we need him to. And when we are put in front of a problem of other people, he is that solution and we can carry it and we can see the marvelous, the glorious, or the the most um, beautiful life that that ever could happen to us, because he's made it us to fit. And if we agree to fit there, we are used by him. And I want to do that and I want 
to see others do that. And it is love that motivates that. Only the kind of love that comes from Yahshua, Yahua Hamashiach. I think that's it. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's all praise him. Let's all thank him for the reading, the hearing, the obeying of this word today that we have it sown into our hearts that we know we will speak favor, favor upon each other. And watch the manifestation of miracles come. Hallelujah. Unto every tribe, every nation, every tongue. Every tribe, every tongue. Emmanuel, your king shall come. End of sorrows, end of pain. Come and praise Creator's name.
Well, Love Live, Ruach Remnant Reality Radios, Shabbat Shalom, weekly, one service that we serve you on a silver platter, three pots Shabbat. Yes, yes, yes. 8.13.22, Scott Scribe Pratt. I give it to you to close it out as the Ruach so leads. Well, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. You're going to have to forgive me. I am not down in front of my computer, so I don't have addresses for various naturopathic network marketing uh, situations that would normally be appropriate for the audience. Um, but excellent service, excellent broadcast. Uh, my part in it was not that large today, which is probably um, today for the better. But I am thankful to Yahweh for his mishpachah. And thank you. I'm thankful for the Pot Shabbat program. And, you know, the biggest question, actually it's not even a question, the biggest statement you know, I was asking or is making, you know, through this, is why would one continue to live in and invite the insanity of embracing less than what you could be into your life on a daily basis, on a thought-by-thought basis? I learned a lot today. I learned a lot. I mean, it's probably probably things I've already known, having known Rock for as long as I did, having known Yahweh by various names as long as I have, but never, for whatever reason, truly applying, or if not applying, continuing to walk in the positive truth of the matter. Um, I almost have to wonder, you know, I'm being instructed to ask the question, did the man that was in the cave that Yeshua cast the legions out of, did he focus far too much on his own depression, far too much on his own inadequacies, his own inability, his own perceived inabilities, and less on the promises that he knew were available to him and did it finally get to be too much? Did it finally just drive him nuts, drive him mad? Kim and I were talking as we were listening. We've got a friend who has been through some things. And she made the statement on Facebook that she, once, once she gets to the top of one wall, all she can see is, a million miles of the tops of other walls that she has to go through and her feeling inadequate to make the journey. But a lot of times what happens is when we get in the valley, when we get between two walls, our choices are over, under, or around, but around comes with an issue. 
were commanded not to not to deviate from the path from the left or, or to the left or to the right. And Kim and I came to the understanding that that's because it just walks you in a circle. You have not conquered that wall. You've not gone over it. We need to go over things. We need to understand and believe that Yah will lift us up as as on eagle's wings if our focus is right. And our, and our right focus has got to be focused on him exclusively so that he can change us, teshuva us into his image, into his likeness. Why would anyone choose to take a harder road than absolutely necessary? And while I'm asking it on the line, I'm asking it to myself because I've got that T-shirt. It's raining outside or I'd try to burn it. I don't like it. I don't want it. It's not part of who we have to be as the remnant, as warriors, as overcomers, as emulators, as conquerors, as benai or sons or daughters of the light. We should be that flashlight that is able to cut through metal. We should be laser focused to be able to burn through the walls that people put up, not because we want to do them harm, but because of the help that we know and believe is available to them. So, in the name of Yeshua, I find myself having to ask forgiveness again and saying thank you for it all at the same time. I just ask that you continue to berachot, the efforts of Love, Inc., the three pot Shabbat, those that are on the line that are listening to it intently, yeah, that you would help us to understand the ease of application and how quickly we can move past ourselves and into you. Abba, help us to go through the rest of this Shabbat with you in mind. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And yeah, man.
Thank you. 
Hosanna, Hosanna.
השמיים הוא יצליח לנו, אנחנו עבדה נקום ובנינו אין מקום לפחד, אין זמן לבזבז במדבר, כל קורא כאן במדבר סולולו
Yeah. 